Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right, it's Taz and the Moose with you here on this Friday morning. We got college picks and NFL picks coming your way. Benny Snell is going to join Taz and myself, too. Uh, coming your way later on this hour, right around 7.40 a.m. Uh, this yeah. morning. We'll talk to the Steelers running back and uh, the former college star uh, who's uh, taking advantage of an opportunity due to injuries with James Conner and uh, Jalen Saw, you know, the other running backs out there in Pittsburgh and uh, has played very, very well. And I do love his number. I, I think I think 24 on a mm. running back, I think, is a, yeah. I do like 24 on a running back. For some reason, I do. I like I like it. I don't love it. Yeah. I like I'm a double digit number guy, especially for running back 33, 44, okay. 22. I like that. Okay. You know? I or, see, or single digits. You see yeah. that in college. Yeah, you see digits. that in college. Yeah. I can see that. I mean, my favorite my favorite player of all time was John Riggins, who's 44. 44, yeah. yeah. Right. Oh, and I think he was one of the guys that made it known as like a tough number for a running back. You're right. And bef- a little bit before me, maybe around the same time, was the fullback from the Cowboys, Robert Newhouse. The shorter guy, thicker. Yeah. I, think, I think he's a little bit older than Riggins. I think he was a yeah, little bit older. Yeah, but yes. you, he was in those battles with the Redskins and the Cowboys. Yes, you know he was, I mean? yeah, 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 for but sure. He, but Tony Dorsett was the guy getting all the love. That's what it was. Yes, he was. At that time. He was 33. Yep, yeah. yeah. And Dorsett had that, what, that huge run against the Minnesota, Minnesota Vikings. Vikings. Remember that yeah. run? Yeah, yeah, I do. Um, Monday Night Football. Dorsett I mean, was, was great. Was, Riggins was great, too. Yeah, those Riggins was a great player. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Where so did he go to college, Riggins? Uh, Kansas. He went to Kansas. Kansas. I didn't know that. John Riggins was people. Kansas, wow. Do you realize John Riggins in high school was um, a state record holder for the hundred meter dash? I did not know that. I John know Riggins that. was ridiculously fast. Fast for a bigger, thicker, for a bigger, strong he guy. Six two. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I and, know he was six two. Yeah, I you know, was I believe is I believe he was six two. I had six two, something like that. Yeah, and and at that stage, six two was. I mean, we're. I mean, you look at six two now, yeah, it's not right? You deal. look at six two now. You say, well, six two is not that big, but yeah. and when he was playing, six two was big. Yeah, running backs were shorter back right. then, right? Because you're shorter. looking at yeah. offensive linemen that were probably. I mean, there were offensive linemen playing during his day that were like six one, six, six two. two. Right, that was big back. That then. That was right. big back then. There, yeah, you the wouldn't have guys who were now. playing three hundred and fifty no. pounds. You, you had ever... offensive linemen that were two hundred and seventy three, two hundred eighty pounds. You're right, and that Green Bay Packers years ago when they won the Super Bowl, like many decades ago. And they had a guy named uh, Jerry Kramer. They had Fuzzy Thurston. They had Forrest Gregg. They had a great offensive, great offensive line. line. And those guys were not 6'6", six, 6'5". Six, six, no. You know, those guys were not like that. You know, and they were great. But did you ever see Riggins um, when he played for the Jets with the Mohawk? You ever see the pictures of him? I did. Crazy, right? I read his biography. Oh, did you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That so, Mohawk looked cool. That Mohawk. He was, yeah. a, he was, he was a bad He was yeah, a bad, bad man. Dude, man. He was a bad man. Fun to watch. If you could pull off a Mohawk... Yeah, there's yeah, not much a high a, mohawk, and he had too. a high mohawk. Yeah, there's yeah. not much you can't pull off. No, no, you're right. You're right. No, I like I like Riggins, man. He was, he was um, a real deal. So Benny Stell joined us a little bit later on in the program. Uh, Tess Odell Beckham Jr. Year one in Cleveland. Yeah, uh, here is OBJ, and we know the year has not been going well for the Cleveland Browns. I know. Here's Odell Beckham Jr. on his future in Cleveland. I couldn't sit here and, and tell you 
whether I'm going to be here, want to be here, don't want to be here. Um, this is exactly where I'm at now. Um, and I wouldn't rather be anywhere else, you know. So it's something that, like I said, God has a plan. And, and in the offseason, everything will figure itself out. Oh, my God. Wow, he's miserable. I mean, it begins again, Taz. I know. He said, well, there's – but he, he kind of qualifies it by saying, oh, there's nowhere else I'd rather be than than here. But he also says, I can't tell you where my future does lie. I mean, it, it does get to a point here. I mean, Odell – you had issues with the Giants in New York. Now you're in Cleveland with the Browns. You're playing with your best friend in, in life, in Landry. Well, I wonder if they're friends. still friends. Maybe they're not. I, yeah. I don't know. Maybe the season's worn on them. Maybe right. them being teammates once again, dating back to those LSU days, has worn that on that, Taz. But it is. it gets to a point here where you look at it and you say, well, I mean, when exactly are you going to be happy? I mean, yeah. what is going to make you happy? I think the answer for that is never. Maybe um, you're right. I, I don't think that's the Maybe case Maybe he's one of those guy. guys that's never happy. I, I, you know, uh, he's getting, you know, he's getting the better defensive guys, better corners, you know, covering him, and uh, because of his reputation, how good of a player he's always been. So obviously, it's not like when he first went to the Giants and all that success he had. It's gonna, it's gonna peter down a little bit, but yet, you know, teams have figured out that Browns team how to cover two really good receivers uh, with no problem, and uh, so DC's figured that out, and it's affected the guy. Uh, like Beckham, unless unless there's also maybe there's something else going on where it seems like Mayfield's not the greatest guy to get along with. Just I hate to pass judgment like that, but he seems like he could be. I'm sure he's a good teammate, but it seems like he could be a little bit like if 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 Beckham says, "Dude, you get me the ball," I could see Mayfield like not being subservient to anybody, Beckham or anybody, and saying, "Dude, I'll get you the ball if you get open." Right. I, I'll see. I could. I don't see him. You know, I don't see Mayfield laying back with. You know, Beckham, like, yeah, being all chill. I just don't see that happen. So maybe they, who knows what's happened behind closed doors. Bottom line is, Beckham does not seem like he's happy. Didn't he sign for, like, another three years? Yeah, Beckham, yeah, Beckham's kind con- Right, something? I mean, he signed that five-year deal with the Giants. Yeah. I mean, that deal is still in place. So I don't know exactly. Well, maybe the Browns, so he. Well, he signed it with the Giants. 2020, then, 20 what? 2023. Right, because of the Giants, but then it, ca- then right, it right. Carries, carries over. over. Right. right, so he signed it with that Giants, you know, that that uh, right before Game One of his last year with the Giants, and then was traded. Then that next offseason, right before the NFL draft, or three weeks before the NFL draft, and was traded to the <coughs> Browns. And you know, this is year two mm. of, of that contract. Yeah, so, um, so you look at it for from a Beckham. I mean, uh, you know, he is uh, at some point. You, you got to be happy in the spot that you're in because, you know, when he was with the Giants, he he hinted upon the fact that maybe playing in Los Angeles and, you know, there were rumors that the Rams wanted to get him. They ended up trading for Brandon Cooks from the New England Patriots. Now he ends up getting traded and, and being put in a situation playing with his best buddy in, in Landry out in Cleveland. And this season, and I'm sure maybe the wins would – if. If we're looking at a Brown team that's got eight, nine wins right now, do you right. think we're seeing a different tune from Odell Beckham Jr.? I don't know, Moose. I, or do you think it's about he, the individual it, it, stats? It, 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 right. Option two. That's what I think with him. I just think I, that's what I'm saying. If they were nine and whatever, two, I don't know. It, I was. That's why I couldn't answer because I'm thinking, well, are, are they nine and if they're nine and two, are they nine and two with him as a leading receiver on the team? Yeah, good point. Then I think he'd be happy as a pig in poop. Right. You know, I mean, you otherwise. Think, uh, uh, well, let me throw it to you this way, Taz. Do you think right now, if we're looking at Odell Beckham Jr. and the Browns have struggled? But he has had a great individual year. Oh, he's happy. He'd be happy. 
I'm getting that sense. I think you're probably Selfish right. Selfish Jones. I mean, he's. Just, I think I'm yeah. getting that sense. I think you're probably right. Absolutely. I, I don't. Uh, and and that that's troubling to me yeah. when you look at a player because that means that player reeks of selfishness. Yeah, no, I think I definitely think I definitely think that's the case. I mean, that's just again, it's just I, I mean, yeah, we're kind of passing judgment. That's that's what's um, that's kind of what it seems. Yeah, you know, it just seems like that way. It does. We've talked a little bit about the fact that Bill Belichick's son, Steve Belichick, has played a, a major role um, on that uh, defensive staff up there in Foxborough. And Steve Belichick sports the blonde mullet, which is difficult to do. It's like a dirty blonde mullet. They pinpointed it out oh or talked God. about it the other night. And not the mullet, but you saw a lot of them on the sideline during that Texans game. And there's not many that could pull off the mullet in 2019. Steve Belichick does a, a nice job pulling off. Here he is. Uh, the, and listen to Steve Belichick. And sounds just like his dad. Here's the defensive assistant uh, addressing the media yesterday. Um, I don't know. I haven't really thought about how it correlates. It's just trying to do my thing. And I think that that's what's best. So that's what we're trying to do. Steve, Phil asked you about the chores. Do you have a memory of your first football chore or one of your first football chores that he asked you to do? Yeah, I got a couple memories of those. Anyone share? Good? Uh, yeah, those are between me and him. Yeah. <laughs> What's the best way to build? We laugh about them now. When did you first start watching film? Like he started when he was in high school. Um, uh, I've been watching it for a while. Uh, like I said, football's my thing. Um, I remember watching primetime with Chris Berman back when I lived in Cleveland and just watching highlights, learning, going into my dad's office in uh, Cleveland, spending time there trying to watch film. Like I said, I don't think I knew what I was doing, but I was trying. So other kids were watching cartoons, you were watching film? Uh, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I, I just wanted to spend time around football, spend time around my dad. Uh, he sounds just like his dad. He really does. He really does. Like yeah. just the same demeanor. Yep. The same pitch. <clears throat> the same delivery. The same non-answers. He sounds exactly like his dad. Yeah, we'll be compliant with the NFL injury report. <laughs> he that's does. What card we'll put it on. And the thing is, it, it's similar background because you know he was his standout sport in college was lacrosse. He played. Yeah. He went to Rutgers, as we've mentioned a couple times. Yeah. He was a big part of the defensive unit. He was a D-mitty. He wasn't like an offensive scoring. So that's a short stick defensive player. That's what okay. he was. So he was a big part of their defensive unit, I remember. And he, you know, he... Uh, he was a good player? He was a good player. But he, he, you wouldn't know of him, even if you followed lacrosse, because he was what they call a D-mitty, a defensive mitty. Right. Short stick defensive mitty. So those are like the grunts on the team that get no love. Okay. They don't They don't score points. They okay. just get the ball and move it in transition. So they're like a defenseman, but without... Some defensemen get a little love and get a little tension. They're playing with a short stick. It's actually even harder. And they just get the ball. They're not known as a scorer. They're not known as a shooter. So they get the ball to the guys who can shoot. So they're shoot. passing it off to the guys that, the, the guys that can score. Correct. They get what they call not an assist. They get hockey assists, which they uh. call in lacrosse. Is the second assist. So it's a pass to you, then a pass to Bilotti, then Bilotti scores. So gotcha. then I got the hockey assist. I got you. That's what it's called in lacrosse. Oh, so that's okay. what Stephen Belichick was. He was a, a D-mitty. Good player, though. He was a, yeah. a tough a hard-nosed player at Rutgers. Yeah, and and uh, he was around that Rutgers football program yeah. as well. I yep. mean, because yep. I, th- I think that's why Shiano and Bill Belichick are so close. And Belichick used to come to Rutgers football practices when Shiano was there, and now maybe he will again 
We told him, sorry, didn't he play one year for Rutgers football? Yeah, I believe he was like a long snapper. Yeah. He was yeah. on the team. He he did something for, yes. Oh, I just found, yeah, there it is right here. Yeah, yeah you're right. Snapper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. There he is, right yeah. there. Yeah. What is that? I'm looking at a yep. picture right here. Yeah, he was a long snapper. In the Rutgers football uniform, not yeah. Ross. So, yeah. he's, he, I mean, he, you know, he's he's been around, you know, football for all of his life, and, and we've heard a number of Patriots talk about the fact he's brilliant. Yeah, uh, and totally. Former Patriots yeah. saying that he knows football backwards and forwards. That he is a great, great game tactician. Yeah, I, I believe you could see him on the sideline. He's locked in. He's focused. He's got the dirty mullet. That, that that's kind of a lacrosse look too. By yeah. the way, but just a side note. Oh, it is. That is. Yeah, my kid. Like he he can't grow a mullet, but he wants to. That's like a big. They like to do the throwback. Really? Yeah, it's weird. They're, they're weird cats. The yeah, lacrosse I, guys are weird. Tell guys. your son don't grow the mullet. I, my he's wife told him stop. Kid. I know. My no, wife said you don't need a mullet. Don't do that. You know. So it, it's, don't do yeah, the I know. I mean, he's like, well, I'll talk to my girlfriend. <laughs> okay. Well, his girlfriend's gonna make the decision. So, so no. But the thing is, Belichick, man, he is. Stephen Belichick, you see him on the sideline, and some would think, well, it's nepotism. He got it because of his dad. Okay, yeah, but we just laid down that this kid was a legitimate athlete in college and, and his football background. He's a football junkie, and he's got the mullet, the dirty blonde, like you said. He's sitting there on the sideline packing a lip. He's like, I mean, you know, I'm like, I, I watch this guy. This guy's like, this guy's like, it's funny. It's funny to me. I mean, I hope he, I, this guy, you know, he's going to do well in coaching. He, well, how could he not? Well, and I would say this the other thing I would say, Taz, is. I get a sense that his dad is such an old school guy. He's not handing himself his son anything. I that agree his with son you. has got to earn it. I agree with you. Uh that uh you know that he has gotten, you know, he was asked about, you know, the football, you know, chores that he had to do and he said he wouldn't, you know, talk about them, but he remembers, you know, kind of the grunt work he needed to do when he was first around the team and stuff like that. I don't think I don't think Bill Belichick he's he's accomplished too much. Uh, the players are too important. The other guys on that staff, too. He's doing all right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Steve Belichick's not doing too bad. Yeah, he's got a nice-looking girlfriend. I, um, think, I think it might be his wife. But oh, is that his wife? I think so. Okay. Yeah. Well, he's got a good-looking yeah. wife. Um, <laughs> but I would say, I don't think, I, I don't. I know there's nepotism, Taz. Right, I, we right. all We've yeah, all yeah, seen yeah. in all walks of life. And, you know, Bill Belichick provided him a pathway, I'm sure, obviously, but I think he's earned every step that he's yeah. moving forward here. No, I agree. Yeah, it's um, it's really interesting. I mean, to see how it evolves with him. You know, I mean, I I, I, I think I, I mean I just think that if there was an opportunity for Stephen Belichick to coach someplace else in the NFL, what a higher position, might sound crazy. You might disagree with this. I think his dad would support that. I don't disagree. I think that if there was some place else where he could go, maybe not just money, but grow better. Yeah. I mean, and, and get away from his. Not to get, I don't want to say get away from his dad's shadow, but you know, not be with the Patriots. Yeah. But who knows? Maybe, maybe that's where he wants to be. I'm, I'm sure he's always grown up like just loving the Patriots because yeah. of his dad. You know, I, I don't disagree. But think about Taz. We're not going to be able to get away from the Belichicks. I know. Long after Bill Belichick, maybe there'll just be a transition. Yeah. Handing the team over from Bill Belichick to, to Steve Belichick, and then even his daughter Amanda, they could hand it over to her after the son's done. She coaches lacrosse at Holy Cross oh, up in up in Worcester. We love Worcester here. Worcester Mass. We talk about Worcester. She yeah. coaches lacrosse up there. <laughs> Amanda does. So then she could coach with the brother after you know Bill runs away. I, I, I look. I, I got to go to break eyes. I know Bilotti. I got to go to break. What's the matter, Pete? No, I'm not doing. Anything. No, you gave me the eye. No, I'm just watching the show. Well. <laughs> <laughs> There's only two people who can do that. Time. That's you and Connor. Nobody else That's can it. watch the show. I, That's I it. I don't even see Connor's eyes. He's buried behind, yeah. behind the computer. I don't blame him. I just see the top of his head. Connor, he gave me the eyes. You saw it. Go to break. 
I don't know. I don't, I don't know what I saw. <laughs> yeah. He did. Moose, he gave me the I, I trust you. Taz knows when Bilotti is. Believe yeah. me. There's no, there is no relationship at CBS Sports Radio that runs hotter and colder than Taz and Pete Bilotti. <laughs> there are some days where Bilotti, as he did this morning, oh. opening, holding open the door for Taz as he walks in. You don't know what happened, though. And there, oh, no, oh. I don't know what happened. Oh, I just saw God. the after effects, and you guys, you know, smiling and laughing as so you hold walked on. Did in you see morning. how long he held the door? You see, it was yeah, a while. I did, right? yeah. You know why? Because I saw him, so he was holding the door for me. And, you know, the corridor's long. So as I'm walking, I see him holding the door. I actually hate when people hold doors for me. Okay. So as he held Wait. the door. What? I'm going to make sure not to do it next time. As he holds the door, I, I see him. I'm, oh, okay. And, I, and you know, people see you holding the door. Like, oh, like you start to hustle up. I actually stopped and, like, went in my bag for something, looked in my pocket. <laughs> and he still. <laughs> but then there are other days where if Bilotti looks at Taz wrong, Taz is ready to basically drop him. Yeah. That's happened, right? Yes. Pete? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We got, we got some college picks coming Better go to break. <laughs> we got uh, some college picks coming your way. It's championship weekend. It's going to be I a Starts think, tonight, a little Pac-12 championship I got a game. Feel, I know I'm fired up for that. I think we're both going to pick the same games, guaranteed. Probably right. You guys going to have your picks behind the glass there? Oh, <laughs> okay, that's a laughter. I guess not. He just laughed in my face. Did you see that? He's like, who's playing? <laughs> I like you Sharks versus Ryan. Ruckers. I'm just making sure Malusis gets all the reads in. <laughs> and we hit the break. All right, deal. hit the break sometime. <laughs> it's Taz and the Moose, CBS Sports Radio. Give Taz and the Moose a call. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4227. and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. All right, time right now to ask the pros where you, the listener, get to ask us a question brought to you by O'Reilly Auto Parts. Go to cbssportsradio.com slash askthepros, submit your question, or you can tweet us at Taz and the Moose. Be listening later on the show. We might answer your question. Ask the Pros is brought to you by O'Reilly Auto Parts. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get guaranteed low prices. Excellent customer service at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every single day. No, my mic was on yeah. Burp action there. <laughs> Drinking a coffee. Um, uh, oh, so we're doing it? We're ready? Oh, okay. Sorry. No, no. Sunday, uh, it's another NFL smooth. on CBS doubleheader. First, Baltimore's MVP candidate Lamar Jackson takes his show on the road to Buffalo, followed by a rematch of last year's AFC Championship game when the Patriots welcome the Chiefs. It all starts with the NFL today at noon Eastern, 9 Pacific, only on CBS. Uh, okay. Andrew's here. That's yeah. Right. Uh, yeah, no, I thought we were doing it. I thought we were doing our picks, but then I saw Bogus here. I mean, and, you know, he's not allowed to be part of the picks. Nope. No. So uh, that's how you he's mean just... the guy who does play by play on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> so he's damn. So uh, anyway, uh, yeah. So Andrew, uh, you ever get upset? Then you hear in the newsroom, you hear us doing the NFL picks, and 
and the college football picks, does it, you feel like, does it hurt you, like, emotionally? Is it jealousy? What is it? Um, no, you know what? When I really feel uh, the anger, the dismissal, um, is when I fill in for one of you on a Friday and I make my picks. That could be happening a lot soon. There so is you know. then no, yeah. there's no record keeping. Like on Monday, oh, really? Mikey oh, B right. doesn't come back and go, oh, Andrew went th- four and two or oh, six and oh or wow. oh and six. So the last time it happened, I said, Mike, I don't want to do picks. It doesn't matter. Like let, Your picks like disappear into it, the like, ether. It's like I, and I spend time doing them, trying to be ah. creative, thinking about how they're going to go. And then they just like they didn't happen. So the last time I said, Mike, I don't want to do them. Don't I, I'm wasting time in the segment. Let Moose make his picks. Play where I think you were here, Taz. Like let Taz make his you picks. Sure it was me. Play the Moose, the Moose taped picks, and just move on. No, no, no. You should do them. Why? Why? Wow. I do them. All right. I'm Andrew Bogish. Right. Not too angry. Hot take. Uh, pissed. Right. Uh, I, I understand Give me a too. Hot cheese. He makes as hot cheese. He he <laughs> makes. Good sense, though. Andrew does make. I mean, Thank all you, the while. I mean, You're right. Does, you should be on record. It should be on record, like an annex. Yeah, for it. good or bad, whatever. Yeah, it should be on record. I mean, like as like a third, like when Moose goes over. All right, well, Taz, you did this this week. I did this, and Andrew did this. Yeah. Connor has yeah. your record. You're zero and fifteen on the year. That sounds right. No, it's five and no. ten. Oh, are you serious? <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. Wow. This is Andrew Bogus. No, but it's just it really is. You know what I think it is? I think Zach's behind this whole thing. That's what I think's going on. He's not honest. clever enough for that. Wow, there it is. Yeah. Live from Fordham University, <laughs> women's <laughs> basketball. <laughs> never gets old. That funny bit. Man. I walked. Nah, never mind. Oh, no, you can't do I that. I was in the bathroom with Barry Trot. <laughs> no, not yesterday. <laughs> I was on the street with Zach yesterday. What? And he, and he, well, we what walked, are you doing on what? the street with him? What, it was not my fault. You know, he, he comes running out of the elevators I'm leaving yesterday. I don't so now think he runs much. Saunters. So now we're walking out Saunters. together. Well, he's got a huge stride. He's a giant man. He's a he huge is. man. It's and true. He's a he giant walked man. me all the he's way. He's like a Thanksgiving float. Like, he could walk down. I don't mean that in a negative way. He also has handlers. Because his height. Insulting. <laughs> I don't mean to be insulting. I'm just saying he's so tall. Like yeah. He could have ropes attached to his shoulder. I'm right. Like, oh, and he stays Martin. home if it's windy. It's coming down Macy's. Yeah. That Macy's. Hey, there it is. The Zach Martin float. <laughs> yeah. Oh, kids. Maybe we should talk about rock and roll. Oh, Led <laughs> Zeppelin. Right. Uh, like he was here's my out. top five guitars. <laughs> <laughs> Kids are ducking from his giant uh, legs walking uh, down the street. Whoa, uh, watch it, son. You were saying, so you were hanging out the street He was going out to get lunch, and he just walked with me all the way to the subway, which is not where he was going, oh. talking about his classic rock sh- internet show. What? Yeah. Oh, wait, so he's talking to you about his internet oh, show? Oh, yeah, which is the irony of all irony. Yeah. Yeah. He's taking yeah. your show yeah. and, wow. and knocking what you do and play-by-play. Exactly. Wow. Yeah. You mean the guy who does play-by-play on the internet? That's me. See? See? Wow. I did, that's Speaking see. of which, Battle of the Bronx, Fordham, Manhattan, 2 p.m. tomorrow, ESPN+. Plus. You're welcome. Fordham and who? Manhattan. You'll be, uh, you'll be doing it? Mm-hmm. Play-by-play oh, play Jones. Exactly. You have a color commentator. I do. Who's, Who's that? A, in, 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 tomorrow is an injured Fordham women's player. Her name oh. is uh, Isis Young. She played for Syracuse last year. She's I guess actually the field hockey forward wasn't available. She is uh, actually she's better than any of us. So <laughs> to be nice when oh. she's going to be on ESPN next year. Oh really? She's on that full good. ESPN. Yeah, What's oh, yeah, her name? Her name is Ice Young. It's a great name. Yeah. 
I would have. You want to do a three-person booth? I'll come. You want to come do sidelines? I'll do a guest spot. Third member of our crew. No, I don't do sidelines. Yes. I don't interview people. <laughs> no, I sit there. I get a spotlight. I sit in the middle of you two. You and Ice. Okay. And we'll talk about Fordham and Manhattan. <laughs> I'm going to sit in the middle of the court. They're <laughs> <laughs> trying I'll to just, tip off. Can you get yeah. the announcers out of the way? I'm just going to hover over the center circle. You guys play around me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Um, all right, let's get to your update. Okay, and I have... Benny um, Snell's going to be joining us. Feel so free to about? use this uh, as an Ask the Pros question. Uh, Is Mitchell Trubisky a good uh, quarterback gosh. again? Snap Trubisky. Outlet pass to Miller. Right side. Hits the gas at the five. Spins into the end zone. Touchdown! Touchdown, Bears! And the lead is 23-7. Trubisky's third touchdown throw, 14 yards. And Miller with his first touchdown of the year. Bears have opened up a 16-point lead with 23 unanswered on the Cowboys. Jeff Joniak on Bears Radio. The PAT made a 24-0 run for Chicago after Dallas opened Thursday Night Football with a 17-play, 75-yard, nearly 9-minute TD drive. Trubisky, a trio of touchdown passes, his 23-yard touchdown run capped off the 31-24 victory. His Bears now 4-1 since a four-game slide. The Cowboys have lost 4-5. of Jason Garrett still employed this morning, but NFL Network says there is real interest in Urban Meyer, with whom Stephen Jones has spoken recently. Elsewhere, the Vikings expect running back Dalvin Cook near 100% for Sunday's game with the Lions. Cook didn't finish Monday night's game in Seattle after aggravating a chest injury. College football's championship weekend begins tonight. The Pac-12 title game in Santa Clara. That's Utah and Oregon, the fifth-ranked Utes, hoping to stay in position for a playoff spot. Eight consecutive losses now for the New York Knicks. They were down as many as 43 last night at home against the Nuggets. Sickening. Uh, Head coach David Fisdale might beat Jason Garrett to the unemployment line. The Knicks lost that game last night, 129-92. The Rockets, 119-109 win in Toronto. The Wizards surprised the Sixers in D.C., 119-113. And the Suns outlasted the Pelicans, 139-132 in OT. In New York, in New Orleans, that is, the New York Yankees reportedly prepared to pay Garrett Cole like no pitcher has been paid before. The current benchmark is David Price's $217 million. The Angels, the main competition, bidding could surpass $250 mil. The Padres continuing their offseason makeover by sending Hunter Renfro and a prospect to the Rays for fellow outfielder Tommy Pham and a prospect. College Hoops, number 14, Auburn rallied past Furman, 81-78 in overtime. And Tiger Woods, a 6-under 66 in round two of the Hero World Challenge in the Bahamas. He's at 6-under overall, six shots behind your leader, Patrick Reed. Guys? All right. Uh, thank you, Andrew. <coughs> thank Let's you, get sir. to it. Here we go, some college picks. <clears throat> the Taz and Moose picks are for fun only. This is not for gambling purposes, just some chuckles and a good time. Enjoy the Taz and Moose picks now. Listen irresponsibly. It's now time for the Taz and Moose College Football Picks. The three picks you need to know. All right, Taz, championship weekend. Here we have it. Uh, so far this year, 27-15 I am. 2-1 uh, and one a week ago. You are 24-17-1, and 1-2 one, one last week. So close here, not so much in the NFL where you have steamrolled away. But I have a two-and-a-half pick lead here as the college football season is winding down. <clears throat> All right, so I'm going to go at You want me to go first? You want sure. To go one, you want to yeah. set the table? I, I, we're going to do all the same. We're doing the same games. What are we doing here? Yeah, no, I mean, we, well, yeah. I mean, I'm doing the SEC championship game, the Big 12, and the Pac 12. All right, so 
I'm same doing game. the Pac-12 too. I'm, I'm doing the same thing too. I'm doing okay. Right. Okay, I'm looking at right, Utah. Uh, Utah versus the Utes versus the Ducks tonight. You know, Utah versus Oregon. So 8 p.m. start Eastern. That is uh, ABC Jones. You got uh, Oregon is plus six point five as you say in the business. Uh, six and a half. The Ducks are uh, you know getting six and a half. I think Utah covers. I like Utah in this game. Uh, the ground game of uh, Moss, you know, and and Tyler Huntley throwing the ball. <clears throat> they do a great job. Uh, I just think the Ducks are ranked 13th for a reason. They're a really good program, 10-2 and two on the season, where Utah's ranked 5th. They're trying to get into that playoff. They're 11-1. They're and one. I think they get the job done. They're a very complete team. I like Utah to cover. I'm with you. Uh, I'm going to take uh, the Utes as well tonight, laying the 6.5. And, um, and I'm a big fan of that Oregon program. I think Cristobal's done a nice job. I like Herbert as, uh, Herbert as a quarterback as well. You mentioned Moss running. He's got 15 touchdowns, over 1,200 yards on the ground. Utah's the more complete football team, and that's a problem for the Oregon Ducks. If it was over a touchdown, maybe I'd think about taking Oregon. Since it's under that at six and a half, right. I'm going to take Utah. I think they win this game by at least a touchdown. Give me Utah. All right, here we go. Big 12 championship. We got OU versus BU. So we got Oklahoma coming in as soon as 11 1, ranked sixth in the country. Uh, Battle of Bears, seventh in the country, 11 1 also. This is going to be a hell of a game. Um, I, I tell you what, man, I like OU. I think OU covers their minus nine. Um, I just think, oh, you, look, I, I respect that this game's going to be great. We know it's going to be great. Uh, but Oklahoma running back Kennedy Brooks, he's averaging, uh, he's 130, 133, 133 yards rushing in a four-game win streak. That's the best way to say that. He's playing great um, for sure. I don't know, there's just something about this OU team. I think Hertz is a big-time player. Um, Lamb is back. Hertz is going to, Hertz has got a chip on his shoulder, Jalen Hertz. I think he steps up. Don't sleep on Baylor. I like OU to cover. All right, um, we're gonna do this is the first game. We're gonna disagree on. I'm gonna take Baylor. I'm gonna take the nine points. Um, I, I think it's a little bit maybe of an over. This is a Baylor team that had Oklahoma dead to rights a couple weeks back. I know Baylor was home at Waco. Uh, I think Oklahoma wins the game. I just don't trust that Sooners defense. Um, I, I think Oklahoma's gonna score. I think Baylor's gonna score. I'm gonna take the Baylor Bears and Matt Rule to play a close one Saturday afternoon. Oklahoma wins, Baylor covers. Give me Baylor plus the nine. All right, Big Ten. We got Ohio State versus Wisconsin. Ohio State, number one team in the country at 12-0 undefeated. And the Badgers of Wisconsin, eighth in the country, 10-2. A lot of points here. Wisconsin is plus 16.5. I think the Buckeyes cover. It's a lot of points, but the Buckeyes are a lot of talented (laughs) football team, man, with fields. And J.K. Dobbins running the ball. They're tremendous. Love Jack Cohn. Quarterback's doing a great job. Uh, no one personally, as I've talked about in the past, my son's friends with Jack. I hope he does great. The quarterback, Wisconsin, tails hell of a running back. Not enough, though. Buckeyes win, and they cover. Yeah, I agree with you. I'm going to take Ohio State. I think they might be the most complete team in college football, number one in the land for a reason. Fields back in that Heisman Trophy race as well. If he could put on a show on Saturday night out in Indy against Wisconsin, they drubbed him in the regular. I think they're going to drub him again. Uh, give me Ohio State, lay the 16 and a half. Uh, that's pick number three. So the only game we disagree on uh, is the Big 12. OU SEC, you think Georgia keeps it close against LSU? I do. I do. I'm with you. I think uh, they I do. do as well. I think be, they're all going to be good. All these games are yeah. going to be good. SEC title game. That'll be a good one. Yeah. Benny Snell. Yeah. Your guy is going to join us. Steelers running back. That comes your way next. It's Taz and the Moose with you on this Friday morning. CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz 
Sanders and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. All right, CBS Sports Radio's toll-free line, Taz, is brought to you by Geico. Great news. There's a quick way you can save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you can save 15% or more on your car insurance. Got it. Uh, you know what? I got the... Uh I gotta get more coffee. I, I, you know, I mean, I'm going through coffee like crazy. I, really, I'm looking at my thermos. I'm thinking there's a leak. Both of these, I'm going what, through 32 the, ounces. Uh, I, I have the Keurig. I mean, a lot of people have got the Keurig. You've got the Keurig at home. What, what uh, brand of coffee do you go with? Oh, you want to go down that road? All right. Um, I mean, there's coffee shop. I mean, do you go Dunkin' Donuts? Crispy. Yeah, I mean, uh, you gonna let me get into it? Oh uh, yeah, no. I, I was. You took a little bit of a sigh. I thought maybe you were thinking about it for a second in I terms of where you go. I'm quick. You know, oh, I'm very sorry. quick. Apologize. You know, I am. I apologize. About the go-to that. right now in the house. The good thing is, my wife and I, uh, we both like the same style coffee, which is strong, dark. You know, dark strong coffee, right? Dark roast. So, yeah, darker roast. So. She, you know, I lean on her. She gets whatever. She does like an ordering system through the internets. Um, right now, what we're drinking is lately, we go through different K, K, K cups, whatever they call them. Uh, the Donut Shop Dark Roast. I highly suggest this. It's called Donut Shop. Yeah, That's, that Donut Shop regular, they make a dark they roast? They make a dark around a few months now. It's really, 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 really good. Is, I got to ask my ask wife. wife. I'll ask her what she gets, yeah. Is right that, now, no, she's I a little mean, mad at me, so it might, might be oh, the right okay. time to text her. So... <laughs> Yeah. yeah, so the Doghouse Jones. You know what yeah. I mean? Oh, yeah. Is, Everything's okay. Yeah, no, it's just, yeah, I'm just a knucklehead. Yeah, I just do things around do? the house. I don't I don't want to get into that. No, it's just stupid stuff. It's just stupid. I'm an idiot. So nothing. It's minor. It's just husband and wife. Not clean up something? Yeah. That's it. I, I, yeah, I left something somewhere and... I, Please, Uh-oh. why are you delving deep into this conversation? Well, I, want, I thought you—I thought you left me an opening when you said you were I, in the doghouse. When I say I don't want to talk about it, that, usually means stop. I know, but sometimes people, when they say they don't want to talk about it, they really do want to. Vent in this a situation, bit. no means no, Moose. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> so anyway. honestly, sometimes I get on the radio; it's kind of therapeutic for me to talk about it. If I give you my, a, my, my wife's no. fight, my wife fights with me all the time. I know. Yeah, that's what I mean. So you understand? Yeah, so I understand. Anyway, give me a hint. So, you said you were going to give me a hint. Give me a hint. No, nah, it's just Let something, me see if with, I can guess. something with the laundry. I left something by the laundry. I don't, you know, I don't, I have a bad habit of not getting my stuff somehow doesn't make it into the multiple baskets that we have on these giant washing machines. And that can tick people off you in my house sometimes. Towel. Sometimes that could happen. Sometimes. Maybe uh, a soaking wet t shirt from the gym when I'm doing you know, two hours of cardio and, you know, my, my heavy gray t shirts are sopping wet. After the two hours of cardio in 20 years. But anyway, I, can I talk about coffee? Yeah. So there's two another. Hours of I, 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 That's a lot of cardio. I love to help. I love to help. Okay. Tim Tim Hortons. We yeah, talked about Tim Hortons. Very good. They have a K cup. The Canadian Dunkin' Donuts. But you know they have a K cup. Yes. They have a dark roast too. Okay. It's really, really good. The regular Dunkin' Donuts K cup dark roast. It's a little expensive, but it's really good. Those are the three go tos. So you guys love that dark we roast. We really coffee. do. The other one is one called by, I think it's Green Mountain, Nantucket. I've had Nantucket. It's good. Pretty good. Yeah, it's a good call. Pretty good. Um, what's your go-to cake? Um, we have uh, we have Duncan. We have Dark the roast or the regular? Regular. Really? Yeah. I, I, yeah I, I've not. I, I, and I get mine at, uh, at Bed Bath & Beyond. No, my wife used to get it there. Yeah, so I get mine at Bed Bath & Beyond because you get the 10%, you get the coupon, you get the 20% off, the K-Cups and stuff like that. So that's where I get usually get it. I've not seen, I've not seen the Dunkin' Donuts 
I've not seen the Dunkin' Donuts Dark Roast. I would try that, though. You would like it. Yeah. Really good. I do mm. a... Um, they actually sell them in the Dunkin' Donuts. They're, they're a little expensive, though, for well, a 12-pack. Uh, there's a um, Bustello. Yes, Cafe Bustello. Yes. Come on. You have a dog roast, too. That's what I have. I have with That's that. good. So we have the two. My wife drinks the Dunkin'. I drink a little bit more of the Cafe Bustello. That's good. Because that gives me sometimes <clears throat> in the morning you need a little extra uh, I, I, jolt. Dude, I well, here's the thing. Those 12-pack boxes, we go through them in like two days. The 12-pack, we go right. Because I, I, I do two in the morning and I do one in the afternoon. So I go through three of those K-Cups myself. My wife, she probably goes through three or four of them also. Yeah, I, I don't know. See, I have buddies of mine that is like, I can't drink a coffee after like 3 o'clock. Like, literally, I could drink a coffee at 8 o'clock at night and pass out two That's, hours later. My wife's the same way. She could do that exact same it thing. Does not, it does not affect me. It does not affect my sleep. It does not affect anything. Now, there might be a doctor saying, that's terrible for you. You can't be drinking caffeine that late. But I, it, literally, I could, I could have a coffee that late, and it doesn't affect me. But I do have friends of mine They'll say, I'm, I don't drink coffee after 5 o'clock because if I drink a coffee after 5 o'clock, Taz, then I'm not have, I'm having trouble sleeping. Right. Yeah. I, 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 here's the thing. With this job, it's tough sometimes. Yeah. But once I'm done with this job, I'm going to be drinking coffee at 8, eight o'clock, 9 o'clock. Yeah. In 2020, I'll be drinking a lot of dark roast <laughs> once I'm, yeah, I'm just letting subtle. <laughs> There's a little hint for you. I got you. Bilotti. Uh, like, all right. Uh, oh, all right. So, anyway, so that's that. Well, there you have it. Well, good. I get. Let me know where. T- do me a favor, bud. T- wait, if you you want to know where she gets yeah, it from. Yeah, once you're out of the doghouse for whatever you did wrong, uh, yeah. just let me know where she gets the coffee. Uh, yeah, she's talking to me just kind of angrily. No, no. <laughs> I will let you know. I, and maybe it might. Sometimes I could be in the doghouse for a couple of weeks. I, well, so. It's the holidays. Hopefully yeah. your wife's in a forgiving mood. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You know, warm and fuzzy and everything like yeah, that, right? All right. Yeah. Uh, baseball winter meetings get going next week. Yeah, what's going to um, happen? Out Tell on the me. West Coast. The no, here? interesting thing. Um, is that the Yankees seem to be all in on Garrett Coltas. Oh, we no. talked about him, and we were both critical of him right after the Astros got eliminated, yeah, wearing yeah. the Scott Boris attire. Oh, remember that? And yeah. not wanting to do it because he was Scott no longer employed by the Houston Astros and, and speak to the media That and sounds like an oxymoron, but you're right. Scott uh, Boris attire. He's got the, the hat. Yeah, remember? the hat and like, the that shirt. That guy shouldn't have any apparel. I agree with you, but he had the hat and the shirt. I oh mean, it was God. like the strangest thing you'd, you'd ever see, but... The Yankees reportedly, according to Jeff Passan, who's one of those baseball insiders you see him on ESPN, the Yankees have made Garrett Cole the top priority and that they are willing, they've got ownership approval to make Garrett Cole a record-setting deal. Now, for all those, when you've seen the Yankees in the past, they weren't in on Machado, they weren't in on Bryce Harper, they weren't in on Max Scherzer, they haven't, they've kind of gone away, Taz, from signing these big money, long-term high price free agents. And the reports coming out of Houston during the regular season is Garrett Cole wants to be and wants to pitch out West. He went to UCLA. He's from the West Coast. Um, you know, I know his family is, I guess his dad grew up a Yankee fan, but um, but he assured the Yankees when he met with them a couple of days ago that he's got no West Coast bias, that he'd be willing to pitch in New York, and he'd be willing to pitch for the Yankees. And they seem to be all in on Garrett Cole. They need it, dude. You guys need it. The Yankees need it. I don't want to see it happen as a Met fan. I don't want the Yankees to have a lot of success. I'm not a hater, but I'd rather not see that But because I, I know a lot of Yankee fans and they're obnoxious. So this will make it worse because if you have that dominant arm 
on the hill, uh, a guy like Cole, um, with the rest of your your lineup, your offensive firepower, uh, yeah, uh, that's going to be a problem for the American League completely. It is. Now, are you, now, let me ask you this, Taz. Do you think, because there were so many reports out of Houston that Cole wanted to pitch out west, Dodgers have got a ton of money. Uh, you know, Billy Epler, Artie Moreno, they just brought in Madden. The Angels haven't won. They've got the best player in the world in Mike Trout. They've right. got a lot of money. Could you maybe say that Garrett Cole and Scott Boris are telling the Yankees something that they want to hear, but he does prefer to pitch out west? So leveraging the Yankees. I, that could happen. That's what. That's why these really good agents, these super agents, that's what they do. Right. I mean, to your point, that definitely could be happening. There's I mean, no doubt about it. Or do you think Garrett Cole's the guy when he you – know, and? You know, just based on what we've seen and you know how he addressed, do you think Garrett Cole is basically if the Yankees make him the most amount, the biggest offer, he's going to go to the Yankees? Uh, Would you take a? I guess my question is to you, Taz. Do you think he'd take a little less to go pitch out west, or do you think he's just going to the highest bidder? I think he's. I would think he's such a, a competitive beast, like some of these ultra athletes are, especially a guy who's a pitcher to the level he is. He probably wants to go to the team that's going to give him the best opportunity to win the World Series. Um, that being said, I probably would think that it's the Yankees. I, I, that's what I'm thinking. I, I don't think it's about East Coast, West Coast. Uh, just my gut. I don't know the guy from a hole in the wall. Just my gut. Right. But Okay, let me ask you, you personal question. If you were in that situation, right? Hmm. If you were 29 years of age, you're that kind of a dominant starter, and you're looking at it, you, some have said he's the best free agent starter to hit the – might be the best free agent starter to hit the marketplace ever. And you have the you have you, what would be important to you? Would you, you know, would you try and make as much? Could care less where you pitched. Try and make the most amount of money, right? Or would you want to try and take a little bit less to put yourself in a better winning situation? Or do you think, <sighs> oh, wherever I go, it's going to be a winning situation because I'm there? I would want to go uh, if I was that age where I could be most happiest and pitch like myself. Obviously, make a lot of money. I mean, that, if I was that good, I'd want to make money no matter where I go and where I'm going to be happy. What you know, I would lean towards what part of the country for me, uh, where it would be like where I would. So, if I, I'd rather play somewhere that I can be the man on a really good team, great chance to make the World Series, um, win a pennant and all that jazz. But but live where I want to live. I just feel like Cole. I feel like he really his priority would be. Winning the World Series. Like, I just think that's what he wants. Yeah, you might be right. And I, I agree with you. I, I think it's easy to say, well, if I was in that situation, I want the most amount of money. And and listen, I mean, we're, we're talking about, you know, maybe $10, 15000000 million difference, maybe $20 million difference. I'd want to be in a place where I'm happy. Right, You know, right, it, you know right. because, I, it, yes, it would be nice to have the extra money. But if I'm, I'm living in a, a spot of the country that I don't want to live, if I'm playing for a team I don't want to play for, but they happen to make me the highest offer. In the end, it's going to be the de- detriment of me because I'm not mm. going to be I'm not going to be happy pitching there or playing there. Right, right. Sorry, I was just I was distracted by Speakerphone Jones' tweet. But we can leave that alone if you'd like. Yeah. We'll uh, <laughs> so I don't know if you want to be creative and handle that tweet. That's Mark it. That's oh now he's getting cold. You see, he's yeah, excited for what he was what, excited. What was, he what was. was supposed to be here? <laughs> I'll tell you this. I'll put it this way. I no longer like number 24 on running backs. Uh, me neither. Oh, yeah. <laughs> me neither. Me neither. That name just escaped my mouth. 
Wow. Uh, that's a good job by Speakerphone Jones, oh, though. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> oh, how the tides have changed. Yeah, that's exactly right. Wow. We're talking about going from the penthouse to the doghouse. Damn right. Uh, <laughs> wow. Yes, sir. Uh, but we're, uh, we got some NFL picks coming in. Taz, you got to bounce back after a tough week last week. Listen, you had a chance. I know I did. The door was wide open. Yeah, because I, I really was bad, I mean, in my picks. And you had a chance. And you, I did yeah, have a chance. Yeah. I blew it. You did. I did have a chance. And last week, uh, I gained a little bit of ground, uh, but I blew it. I did that on purpose. I, I we'll talk you. about it on the other side of the break, but Thanks. I did it on purpose. We got the three coming your way. NFL picks coming your way. We're rolling right up until 9 a.m. It's Taz and the Moose with you, CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.